there's a towel in here somewhere, said the woman, rummaging in a bag. William was going to go paddling, but now he's fallen asleep in the pushchair. As she took out the towel, a ball fell from the bag and rolled towards the water. Both dogs went after it, but Ellen called Splodge back. Come, Splodge, sit, she said, and Splodge came back obediently and sat at her feet. Mirabelle's dog, however, seized the ball and started chewing it savagely, as if it were a rat he was trying to kill. Can you make him bring it back, please, said the woman. That's William's new ball, and he'd be upset if your dog punctured it. I'm surprised you let your child play with such a flimsy toy, said Mirabelle. Personally, I only ever play with a golden ball. Just call him back, will you? said the woman impatiently. Very well, Mirabelle raised her voice. Come, Prince Precious Paws, come, she cried. But Prince Precious Paws only growled and rested a paw on the ball. He's not very obedient, is he? said the woman. Yes, he is. He's just a bit deaf, said Mirabelle. You see, the tailor who owned him had two other dogs as well. These other two had such terribly loud barks that poor Prince Precious Paws's hearing was affected. So when I said come, he probably thought I was saying hum, and that's why he's making that noise. As if in agreement, Prince Precious Paws began to growl even louder. It was a fierce sound, not like a hum at all, Ellen thought. I've never heard such nonsense, said the woman. Look, now he's ripping poor William's ball apart. I I really think you should take him to dog training classes. Your other dog seems to be very well trained. Are they from the same litter? Of course not, said Mirabelle. Prince Precious Paws is a royal dog. He lives in a kennel lined with diamonds and pearls. Shall I tell you how he came to be mine? No, thank you, said the woman. I'm going to take William home before he wakes up and makes a fuss. And snatching her towel back from Mirabelle, she strode off angrily. Ellen felt embarrassed and sorry for William, though she supposed that his mother would buy him a new ball. She thought about scolding Mirabelle, but perhaps it wasn't her fault that Prince Precious Paws was so badly behaved. Probably his previous owner hadn't brought him up properly. You can tell me, if you like, she said, sitting down on a log by the lake, how you got your dog, I mean. Mirabelle sat down beside Ellen. Her dress and hair were already much drier, thanks to the hot sun and the woman's towel. Prince Precious Paws used to belong to a poor old woman, she began. I thought you said he belonged to a little tailor. That was later. The little tailor didn't have any dogs to start off with. All he had was a bit of bread and cheese in a red spotty handkerchief. He was seeking his fortune, you see. But then he met the poor old woman and gave her some of the bread and cheese, and in return for his kindness, she gave him three dogs. They all had eyes as big as saucers. Are you sure? asked Ellen. She couldn't actually see Prince Precious Paws's eyes at that moment, as he was bounding away from them across the grass, pursued by Splodge, but as far as she remembered, they were no bigger than Splodge's eyes. Mirabelle ignored the interruption. Luckily for the tailor, she continued, the three dogs were all brilliant at finding treasure. They kept finding it in taverns and caves and all sorts of places, and in the end the tailor arrived at the palace with a great sackful of treasure and asked to marry the king's daughter. That's you, isn't it? said Ellen. But you're much too young to get married. Exactly, said Mirabelle, so I said I'd take one of the dogs instead.
What happened to the tailor? asked Ellen. But she didn't find out, because at that moment they heard some angry shouting and saw Prince Precious Paws bounding towards them with something in his mouth. Behind him ran several people, including a man with glasses and a camera, who looked vaguely familiar. Ellen was relieved to see that her own dog was no longer with Prince Precious Paws, but was scrabbling about under a nearby tree, probably looking for yet another stick. I'll just see what Splodge is up to, she said, and, feeling rather cowardly, she left Mirabelle to face the angry people on her own. Your dog's stolen our roast chicken, she heard the man with the camera complain, and suddenly Ellen recognised him. He was Mr. Spaulding, a science teacher at her brother Luke's school. Mr. Spaulding ran a Saturday nature rambling club called the Sat Nats. The club was open to adults and teenagers. A couple of the keener members of Luke's...